Hello, I'm Brian Martins, and you are listening to The Spoken Symbol. The Spoken Symbol is a poetry podcast that brings awareness, transformation, and deep intuition into your life. Once upon a time, there was a story about the universe, and it began with words, spoken. There was nothing else except spoken words. These words became symbols, and these symbols were crafted to have meaning. People continued to craft words that had meaning, and they built their world upon these meanings. Poetry is a time-honored symbol for us as humans. We choose to inform our outer lives and our inner lives with meaning through the use of poetry. Please join me in the listening of poetry. Open all your senses to the meaning that poets give to our world. Relax. Take a deep breath. Allow yourself to be transported by the metaphorical language of poetry. Magic happens once upon a time. So this week's podcast article, the articles on medium.com, is called The Life is a Flower, isn't it? And we'll get into that more later, but that's the, uh, that's the title. So are you aware of how you are seen and appreciated for the, for the creativity you have? How do you respond and what is your behavior to yourself and others when you feel you are not seen and appreciated for who you are. I want to again bring forward the three pillars of why I write these articles and record my podcast. Awareness, which involves where we place our attention. Transformation and deep intuition are the foundation for this work and I believe are fundamental for growth and progress. In this area of feeling seen and appreciated, I myself have been struggling with the question of how much I want to be seen and appreciated for my writing, poetry, and the podcast. You may ask, well, why wouldn't you want to be seen and appreciated more and more and more, you know, maybe without limits? What I'm becoming aware of is that there, there are trade-offs. In the area of creativity, how popular do you want to be as an artist, an entrepreneur, or a business person? Are you willing to give up your family life, privacy, and creative routines to be seen on a bigger stage? And what is the cost of going full out? Marketing people I have worked with express to the group to go full out, giving it everything you have. And does that include your soul? And don't settle for anything but the top. Now I believe these are cliches to hook us into the idea that we, we have it all by following them and their, their program. They really talk about the trade-offs, the lost time with our partner and family, our creative projects, you know, that we really love and that sustain us through the stressful times, and the other personal practices that we love, including just simple downtime. I'm curious when this pushing for success will peak and, and what will be the next wave of marketing success stories. Let's be clear, there's no judgment about marketing gurus or self-help programs or any creative act. You know, many famous artists and creatives have lived short lives, yet have had a large impact. So it's up to you. Your choice is your choice. But I'm asking to make a conscious choice from the deep intuition that that you are fostering here through these articles and the podcast, not from the stories that you are telling yourself that come from old childhood patterns. This brings up another, another topic that is involved in the creative process, the stories, in quotes, the stories that you are telling yourself about who you are and your creativity. 
Know that you are a creative being, as I mentioned in the last article called Think Like an Archer. And how you accept your creativity is an important awareness to have. The question to ask yourself is, what are the stories of the self-talk or that little voice in your head telling you about you? For now, let's call them stories. Because whether you believe it or not, these stories are creating much of your life. Some would say all of your life. And of course, this is not new news. This is research and things we've known for a while. The voice in your head and the story it is telling you is sometimes difficult to witness because it seems to be there all the time. So it's accepted as truth. But building awareness is catching this voice and its story before you believe and act on the content. As I have mentioned in these articles before, once you pay attention to the voices and stories, you can become aware of the content and the patterns that the stories are telling you. You can transform your beliefs about yourself if you don't like the stories, and then choose to begin acting from the new stories that you build from your awareness. This whole activity then informs and stays deep within the intuition that you are forming and listening to. <clears throat> For example, in my case, I was telling myself that if, if I am successful and people want more poetry and articles and podcasts, I won't be in control of my career and I will have to perform, be busy all the time, and I will not be able to enjoy my life anymore. Somehow, that story had developed into, I will not be able to control my success. Really? That's interesting. And who started that story? Me, of course. What is making up this story protecting me from? Aha, now we're, we're getting close. I discovered the story revolved around not being safe because I wouldn't be in control if I was a su successful poet and writer. I was worried about building a website as soon as possible, getting lists, building lists, having an online presence, etc., etc., before there was even enough interest to justify them. This pressure from the story I created had me twisted and stressed about getting all these things accomplished, of course, yesterday. It's always good to first see the story objectively, then to ask, is this story accurate? And what is it trying to protect me from? We often have patterns from our childhood that are running in the background and we don't stop and expose them for what they're doing to us now. What I've learned so far is that I am in control of how fast or how slow I build my writing business. And as it progresses, I can ask myself, is this pace working for everything concerned. And more importantly, am I trusting the universe and the creative process to tell me when it's appropriate to take another step forward? I believe the process lets us know when to move forward if we remain, if we remain attentive and listen. <clears throat> now I feel more present to my day-to-day -day writing and the tasks at hand. I still think about the future and what you know, what I want, yet that is not my primary focus. Being focused in the here and now is giving me a path to the future without all the stress. The poem that, that came to me during this self-inquiry about being appreciated is called To Be a Flower.
called to be a flower. Of course, it gets complicated once I start to unravel the stories, the stories I was telling myself about my work, wanting to be appreciated, and how much to control or not control the process that is unfolding. The flower is the metaphor for writing poetry and letting the poetry show itself, and the results and the path will follow, allowing the work to guide me to the flow of where to go. As you read or listen to the poem on the podcast, what other metaphors surface that are attached to your stories? Here's the poem, To Be a Flower. To be a flower and open to a feeling of being seen and appreciated, loved by bees and bugs, the creative source inside unfolding with each petal. Wanting to be a flower distracts from being a flower, The flower starting as a seed, a start, a sprout, a shoot, all the ways of beginning. I want to be easy as a flower, unfolding and being appreciated. But flowers are also sticky, pointy, smell terrible, capture insects, are touchy, inconsistent, need too much care. Flowers come in all sizes, shapes, purposes, destinies, missions. Is not the creative process on this planet the same for everything, everyone? Houses have foundations. Humans learn, go to school, do the groundwork, fail to bloom, persevere, start again, find food, fertilizer, and freshness. We toil and grow. Isn't this the creative process for all things? Even rock and stone break down, mountains erupt and fall. Why do I think flowers have it easy? They need what I need, food, water, air, and care, the same. Wishing to be seen as a flower, valuable, beautiful, appreciated for being. What is the story the flowers are telling? I need more water, food, air. I need, I need, I need. A great one said, the lilies in the field do not toil. They are beautiful in being themselves. Do not ask. They sustain. Accept. Are we not each a flower able to accept and grow? So again, the poem. I like to you know, have some silence around the poetry just to give it some air and let it settle in, let you think about the, the metaphors that have attached to your story. To be a flower, to be a flower and open to a feeling of being seen and appreciated, loved by bees and bugs, the creative source inside unfolding with each petal. Wanting to be a flower distracts from being a flower, wanting a flower Wanting to be a flower distracts from being a flower. The flower starting as a seed, a start, a sprout, a shoot, all the ways of beginning. I want to be easy as a flower, unfolding and being appreciated. Flowers are also sticky, pointy, smell terrible, capture insects, are touchy, inconsistent, need too much care. Flowers come in all sizes, shapes, purposes, destinies, missions. 
Is not the creative process on this planet the same for everything, everyone? Houses have foundations. Humans learn, go to school, do the groundwork, fail to bloom, persevere, start again, and find food, fertilizer, and freshness. We toil and grow. Isn't this the creative process for all things? Even rock and stone break down, mountains erupt and fall. Why do I think flowers have it easy? They need what I need. Food, water, air, and care. The same. Wishing to be seen as a flower, valuable, beautiful, appreciated for being. What is the story the flowers are telling? I need more water, food, air. I need, I need, I need. A great one said, the lilies in the field do not toil. They are beautiful in being themselves. Do not ask. They sustain. Accept. Are we not each a flower, able to accept and grow? Thank you always for reading and listening to the podcast. I have an exciting announcement to make. Ta-da! I'm having my first book of haiku and poetry published by Fernwood Press in Oregon. I'm very excited. Uh, it was a small. It is a small press that has published mostly poetry, and it's a blessing and a shock that it happened so easily. I was, I was really amazed how it all came together so quickly. And I'm, of course, still working and putting it together. But, and also I have a local artist named Michael Hoffman illustrating it with beautiful Japanese-style brush paintings, which go you know, fantastically with the, the haiku. And he's done some great work. I'll keep you up to date, and it looks like it'll be out later this year, possibly in the fall. Stay tuned and excited. And of course, create and be well. Thank you. Also on the medium.com article is a listing of all the podcast platforms at the bottom. You can check those out. Um, uh, the article is found on mediumagain.com, medium.com under Brian Martins or The Spoken Symbol. Thanks again.